This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 301, Money Talks, Knowing When to Call a Financial Advisor. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Wait a minute, you didn't know we had a YouTube channel? That's right, we put content that we don't put anywhere else on YouTube, and you need to see it to believe it. So be sure to follow, like, and subscribe our channel so you won't miss a thing. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode. You know, one of the most dynamic parts of the work I get to do is picking up that phone and not knowing what the other person on the other end of the line is going to say. I know it sounds obvious, but it makes for a very engaging conversation. Every day is different. It allows me to stay curious, and I try my very best to help no matter if the situation is good or bad. Have you just come into an inheritance? Or are you maybe dealing with creditors calling? Being there and serving as a listening ear that can provide tangible, real financial solutions is one of the most satisfying parts of the work I get to do with clients. Now, recently, I had someone call me and tell me that she had been disabled at work. Unfortunately, she called me about a year too late. This injury had happened over a year ago, and her policy had mostly been drained of cash to cover all the unexpected medical bills and you know life bills as she was not working. And now she was faced with having to lose the policy as there was no more cash to borrow. She could not cover the premiums even with the cash that was no longer in her policy. So we were discussing options and strategies, what she could do to possibly keep this policy, something she desperately wanted to do. But it came to light in our conversation that she had recently, like in the last week, cashed out a big portion of her 401k. And my hope was that since she had already cashed the money out and the money was just sitting in her bank account, Maybe we could take those funds and put it into the policy, making the policy whole again and giving her years of cash value that she could then use for expenses and ongoing medical procedures and more. But unfortunately, she had had some creditors call her morning, noon, and night for the last few weeks, and it was becoming very stressful for her, not to mention having to deal with her ongoing disability needs. So she told me that while she had pulled all the money out of the 401k, and cash that out, she'd used it to immediately silence her creditors and banksters by paying off all the debt. This, of course, left her with almost nothing to put into her policy. Now, if only we had had the conversation before she had done that, before she had paid off all those creditors, maybe we could have dramatically improved her financial situation. I get it. Bankers are going to bank, and creditors are going to collect. Their job is to emotionally manipulate you into giving them your money. But how much better would it have been to put that money into a policy such that the money could still be used to pay off all the debts, but not lose that money, but rather let it compound, enjoy the compound growth for the rest of your life. Rather than paying off the debt, she could have put that money first into her policy and become better than debt-free by becoming her own source of financing. Now, this is just one of countless times that you might find it valuable to pick up the phone and give me a call. 
So I wanted to spend some time in this episode talking through some situations that might make perfect sense for you to reach out to us. Maybe some unexpected times you might not have even considered. So let me just get into a short list here. You should call me if you go into debt of any kind, if your job changes, if you retire or you're considering retiring, you receive an inheritance, interest rates go down or up in a substantial way. The stock market goes down or up in a substantial way. If you pay taxes on your Social Security, give me a call. If you pay the alternative minimum tax, give me a call. If you get married or divorced, if you have a child, if you buy a home, if you start a business, if you have a catastrophic illness, such as a heart attack or stroke or even cancer, and maybe a little fun one to end on, call me if you win the lottery. Okay? So this is just a short list of all the different times it might make sense to engage a financial professional like myself or one of my colleagues on our team at Lake Growth Financial Services. Our phone number, if you want the direct office number, is 1-800-962-9141. If you want to call our team directly, that's 1-800-962-9141. Or you can go to lakegrowth.com schedule and schedule a time. Or you can go to notyouraveragefinancialpodcast.com and click on the button that says request a meeting to meet with me right away. Now, guys, I love Jim Rohn. He's an incredible speaker, author. He's one of my favorite motivational speakers. And I got to go back to his Jim Rohn audio library recently just to be refreshed on his approach on life. And one of my favorite talks he gives is when he's discussing how we should respond to changing circumstances in our life. You know, we're talking today about times when circumstances change and what we might want to do with regard to our finances. Now, he uses this metaphor of the game paper, rock, scissors. And he he explains in this, you know, the classic kid game of risk and luck, paper, rock, scissors, that each of the three elements, rock, paper, and scissors, each have the ability to win or lose. Just like in life, where we are faced with challenges and opportunities that can either help us or hinder us, depending on our circumstances. What's important is not the circumstances we find ourselves in, but how we respond to those circumstances. None of us will make it through life without a bunch of significant bumps and bruises. So it's all about how we respond to those circumstances we find ourselves in. Now, going back to those days when I was playing paper, rock, scissors, there were some kids on the playground who would just simply pull the same option every time. Rock, 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 paper, paper, paper. It just made it so easy for us to win against these poor kids that didn't understand they needed to adapt. If you knew that you were going to see your opponent pull rock, you slide in some paper and you just take that little guy out, you know? Now, just like in the game of paper, rock, scissors, where some players are always choosing the same option, we too have this tendency, human tendency, to respond to situations in a very predictable way, which may or may not always serve us. So for example, maybe you're predictably procrastinating when it comes to your taxes. You know that tax time comes every year in April, and yet there you are, the night before taxes are due at 11 o'clock at night, finally getting around to loading up TurboTax, grabbing your shoebox full of receipts. Or maybe even worse, it's June and you're finally figuring out that the IRS did in fact want you to file and pay your taxes that you owed them after all. Or maybe it's not procrastinating. Maybe it's constant overspending, the predictable habit that doesn't serve you too well. 
Maybe it's spending beyond what you can afford, accumulating debt, struggling to make ends meet. We live beyond our means and live for the moment, saving only for Saturday night instead of for our future selves. We might predictably struggle to keep up with payments, damaging our credit scores, which is only going to make it harder for us to achieve our financial goals. When we predictably fall into this pattern of not saving, overspending, or procrastinating, we're falling into the trap of the kid on the playground always pulling the rock and losing every single time. So how do we fix this? Jim Rohn suggests that we need to be adaptable and willing to change our approach when we're faced with all these different circumstances in life. If you're constantly overspending, then try grabbing a friend, letting them ask you how it's going every week. Or maybe go so far as to give them your bank statements and show them your last round of retail therapy. Try something new. That's the point. Don't always throw the same hand in the paper, rock, scissors game of life. Now, Henry Ford is quoted as saying, hey, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. If you've been a loner in your own financial life, my question is, who taught you that? And how's that going for you? When did you get the idea that this journey with money was supposed to be something you did all by yourself? And if you're struggling with your current strategy with money, might it make sense to look for some outside help? A financial coach, a guide, a companion who can tell you when to throw rock when you're supposed to throw rock and throw scissors when you need to throw scissors. Now, Jim Rohn also highlights the importance of having a positive attitude, mindset that can help us overcome these obstacles and actually create opportunities for ourselves in the midst of it all. He wants us to focus on personal development, continuous learning, adaptation, as this can help us grow and become more resilient in the face of real challenges. In fact, Jim says, it's not what happens that determines your life's future. It's what you do about what happens that matters most. Now, nobody will fault you for stepping on some of life's booby traps. Whether good or bad, we will all be faced with surprises. But there's another trap we need to be aware of when working with a financial advisor. And it's the same trap that we fall into when we meet with any diet coach or when we're trying to establish a workout routine. And it goes back to something that U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower once said. He said, plans are worthless, but planning is everything. Great quote. He was emphasizing this importance of the process of planning rather than the specific details of any particular plan. In fact, he suggests that the act of planning, with all of its considerations, contingencies considered, and possibilities learned, is ultimately what led people to success, rather than the plan itself. And the dynamic response to the battle as it changes on the ground is really the key skill set needed to be successful, not just on the battlefield, but in life. Now, Napoleon Bonaparte was famous for his adaptability to changing circumstances on the battlefield. In fact, Napoleon is quoted as saying, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Well, that sounds like money right there, right? No plan survives first contact with the enemy. One example of Napoleon's adaptability on the battlefield was seen in the Battle of Austerlitz in 1805. The battle took place in really bad weather conditions. Thick fog was covering the battleground, obscuring everyone's visibility. Now, Napoleon could have seen that as a problem, but he recognized the potential advantage that the fog gave him and his army, and he adapted his strategy. 
He divided his army into all these small, mobile units that could move quickly through the fog and kept them hidden from the enemy until the last moment. This surprise attack caught the enemy off guard. Ultimately, it led to a decisive victory for Napoleon's forces. So Napoleon's ability to adapt to changing circumstances on the battlefield was a key factor in his success as a military commander. And his tactics and strategies continue to be studied even today. So what does any of this battlefield stuff have to do with your finances and your money and when to call a financial advisor? Well, let me bring in the study by Russ Allen Prince. He recently wrote an article for Financial Advisor magazine, and he said, yeah, there's such a thing as a Financial Advisor magazine. Yep, only for us nerds, of course. Uh, but he said in his study that a significant percentage of clients who paid for a financial plan failed to fully implement it. Let that sink in for a minute. A significant percentage of clients who paid real actual money to have some other guy or gal write a real financial plan never got around to actually putting it into practice. Specifically, only 30% of clients implemented more than 20% of the plan's recommendations within six months. Now, that's a very low bar. Only 20% of the plan implemented was the bar to, to cross there, and only 30% of clients actually implemented at least 20% of the plan within six months, while 51%, a little more than half, implemented less than 20% of the recommendations. So this is madness. And actually, 18% of clients didn't implement any part of the plan, even after they paid some guy or gal big money to pay for a financial plan and did nothing about it, put it on the shelf and forgot about it. And in fact, a further follow-up study of 83 clients who paid between $6,000 and $38,000 for a formal financial plan, about a quarter implemented three or more of the plan's recommendations within a year. So just about 25% implemented even a quarter of the recommendations within that binder of financial planning recommendations. What does any of this mean? It means that many clients may not be fully engaged with the big old binder that the financial planner and all of his wisdom or her wisdom plopped on their desk. They may struggle to follow through on goals and recommendations when they're just handed a bunch of nice and neat looking professional charts and recommendations. It also highlights the importance of ongoing communication and support from your financial professional to help make sure that clients are staying on track, achieving their goals. It means having a relationship, not just a binder, on the shelf. In fact, that's what I call this. I call this the put it on the shelf effect. The put it on the shelf effect. When you pay upfront for a financial plan, which is sometimes common with fee-only financial planners, sometimes the cost of paying and receiving that big thick binder of recommendations, getting that big binder back, it can feel like the job was done. We did it. We're done. We can move on with our life. Implementing the difficult plan can feel like drudgery. So sometimes we get that nice, shiny, polished financial plan and we just sort of put it on the shelf and then we get right back into running our business or managing our family or whatever. We look at it every so often, maybe over in the corner there, and we get this twinge of guilt, but then we think, hey, yeah, you know, I'll get around to it, but then we never do. The reward, the dopamine, was in receiving the deliverable, that financial plan that the planner wrote up for you. But the real reward should be in the planning, not the plan. 
and the ongoing consulting and work that you do in your relationship with your financial professional. As Russ Allen Prince said in his article, it's likely more effective to move away from comprehensive plans and instead take a very targeted, incremental approach to planning. Formal financial plans cover a number of areas, and I've had to do a number of them over the years. And it's a big project, and it's a lot of fun for us financial nerds, but the implementation is critical. The best financial plan is the one you actually implement. So for you, for most people listening, a focused step-by-step approach usually proves more effective and helps you take more action. So we have the ability and the capability to build full financial plans at Lake Growth Financial Services. And we can certainly help you put it up on the shelf if you need something to hold down that side of the house. But I'm not a big believer in financial plans. I know that's sort of anathema for a certified financial planner to say that. I'm not a big believer in financial plans. I am a believer in financial planning. And when it comes to me sitting down with clients, I love to sit down with them in reviewing their particular concerns. Where is the pain right now? What is your experience of life and money right now, today? I know that we're in the process of planning when they bring to me their big concerns and key rocks that they need to cover in our meeting today. So my job in having six-month review meetings with clients is to ask them, hey, what's on your front burner today? And usually they bring an agenda to the conversations. Now, in addition to their pain and concerns that they might bring, I certainly have an agenda. I want to make sure that they see their big picture accounts, that we're on track to meet their objectives and goals. I'm not saying we don't set up goals in our meetings with folks. I'm simply saying that sometimes having a big, broad, comprehensive review is not as effective as taking targeted action toward things that we can accomplish really within the next few months or even the next few weeks. Maybe it's helping you pay off a debt. Maybe it's helping you pay for this semester for your kid's college. I certainly love to give folks a quick snapshot of where they're at financially, help them have a broad picture of over overview of all the different topics that I cover over the many years with their clients, including tax strategy, estate planning, college planning, so much more. But I always begin by asking my amazing clients, hey, you know, before we get into everything I want to cover with you, Mr. Client, what would be the highest and best use of our time together today? It's the difference between just in case and just in time. Here's that nice financial plan with that three ring binder. Hey, you know, just in case you ever decide you want to implement it versus what was keeping you up late last night when you were thinking about money? What are you excited about today with regard to your finances? How can we align your current financial situation, the good, the bad, and the ugly to help you achieve your goal or address your concern without taking a bunch of unnecessary risks. I'll bring my certified financial planner expertise to bear on what's most pressing or what your needs are today, and we'll align your strategy to focus on what you are trying to accomplish this week, right now. It's very rewarding to approach financial planning in this way. Most people build their financial plans one little pebble at a time. And I look down, And I see that pretty shiny pebble. And I'll just add that to my collection in my little pocket. Oh, look at that pretty credit card. I'll grab that. Or look at that pretty little Roth IRA. I'll grab that one too. Hey, somebody told me I should get into that crypto stuff. So I'll grab that little pebble. And over time, this handful of pebbles really begins to build up 
in my pocket such that it actually kind of gets uncomfortable. So eventually, you might decide to pull over, take all the pebbles out of your pocket, lay them on the ground, and wonder to yourself, what in the world are all these things doing in my pocket? You may not even remember some of the names of these financial accounts, much less the passwords to log in and view them. And you certainly don't think that these little pebbles here are strategically aligned to help you achieve your goals. Now, as a financial planner, my role, part of my role, is to help you set aside a lot of those unnecessary pebbles that weren't getting you anywhere and instead pick up that one solid rock that you can use to launch into the lake nearby and make a bigger impact than 50 small little pebbles scattered across the water might have done. As a financial advisor, part of our work is in curating information, ideas, strategies from a wide range of sources. Part of the reason why I do this podcast is to give you, and candidly, our clients, creative strategies that they might not have thought of before. As a financial advisor, we're not just pushing buttons on your account, buying and selling certain stock randomly. Monkeys can do that. In fact, there are studies that show that monkeys outperform index fund managers in terms of stock performance. No, that's not our job. The power of financial consulting and power of financial planning is in the relationship and in the humility and in the empathy that we get to share with our clients all along the way. So just the other day, I had somebody tell me they were going through a very difficult, nasty divorce. Now, this is a client I've known for almost a decade. And we both had tears in our eyes as she told me the story. I asked her what she needed during this difficult time, a time when nothing else made sense and everything was up for grabs for her. She just said she wanted to hear me say that all of her accounts were doing fine and that I would be there to help her through all the madness and turbulence she was going through. And it was my pleasure and my honor to say yes to her on that call. We proceeded to look at all of her accounts, the bank on yourself policies, the fixed indexed annuities that we had set up over the years, and showed how it was going to provide a massive pool of cash for her that she needs now for legal bills, buying a new house, and more, but would also give her future income in retirement with guarantees built in. I could not have done that if we had built some fancy financial plan, pretty as it might have been all those years ago. We didn't know what life would give us. Life is dynamic. It changes. And so should our financial plans. As Mike Tyson is famous for saying, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. So very often the path to success means focusing not so much on your entire financial life, but instead into pressing in deep into your needs, your wants, the situation that you currently find yourself in. So take appropriate actions for what you can control today, what you can control, rather than building a Cadillac-sized financial plan that you don't even know where the keys go, where the brakes are. When your financial plan is vague, your solutions will become impossible to achieve. So I'm off my soapbox. I had to get that out there, and I wanted to make sure you knew some maybe unexpected times and reasons to reach out to a financial planner like myself or one of our colleagues at Lake Growth Financial Services. Again, if you'd like to reach out, the best way to reach us, either through phone or through our website, phone number is 1-800-962-9141, or you can go to notyouraveragefinancialpodcast.com, click on the button that says request a meeting, and pick a time that works best with your schedule. So that's notyouraveragefinancialpodcast.com, click on request a meeting. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode in your planning and projects, wherever you may be. I hope wish you the very best this week. 
Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live differently with your money, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.